I looked at LB, I was like, nah. Here we go. Steve Jobs. Pontius Pete dangling off the lampshade. Oh, God. I was franking. Ching, 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 ching. Ten times in my life. We're just passing through this station. Freg. 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 Cream egg. I bust in with a cream egg. Freg. Now then, thanks for joining us. This is the VHBBB podcast with me, Van Hemo, and the Babbling Bow Brothers, Luke and Rich. How are you, boys? I said ook there. I didn't get my L out. Ook is all right. Ook and itch. Did you ever get that when you were kids? Ookie and itchy? Like itchy and scratchy? Mm, Ookie. I don't they think fight. so. They fight. I think my cousin might have called me ook yeah. at one point, like a little bit of a no- baby thing. Nookie Lukey. With his nuclear arsehole. Did you ever get that one? <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> no? I don't often get the nuke. You, no. you sound very crisp, Steve Ann. Where are you? <laughs> Just in my regular, <laughs> in my shed. <laughs> are you? Okay. Are you joking? Yeah. No, you sound Do the birds sound crisp as well? You sound a bit like you used to sound many moons Ooh, ago. It's because I am in my box. He's back in box the box. Box 3.0. <laughs> I grabbed all my little foam sound pads, lined a cardboard box with them, and shoved it in well, around the microphone. Osimo 3.0. So I can't get rid of the birds, but if anyone's against nature, then up yours. Don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, boys, what have we been up to? You can go first, Abby. What you right, been doing? Right, okay. What's been going on? What's been going on is a little seed, maybe about six months ago, was planted by LB. It cost oh. me 50 quid. Oh. And this little seed was a bad seed. And not long <laughs> after LB said it was sound, his little seed broke and he replaced oh. his. And, well, I'm... Can confirm that this shitty wardrobe that LB said, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was all right, man. I'd get one if I was you. It'll be fine. Is fucked and <laughs> it's fallen to pieces. <sighs> and I've now got a lovely that I didn't want really want to spend a nice little three under quid IKEA delifts coming tomorrow, oh, man. Oh dear! Not Were you um, holding off because you're like it's just more furniture to move. Yeah, <laughs> and, you, know, so just... you don't know whether you're going to need it or not. But mate, it yeah. looks like we've just got a big bag propped up in the corner of the room <laughs> with <laughs> poles sticking out everywhere. And <laughs> mate, I'm saying if you were coming to view our house, I would look and think it looks shit in here. Yeah. I'll see you later. <laughs> if I yep. saw that slumped in the corner, <laughs> I'd be like, what no, dark art do they perform in this bedroom? So, <laughs> yeah, I've got now some little fucking wardrobes to build. So thanks for that, LB, uh, you know. <clears throat> are you going to give a review on the website? On on our goose? I think you should. I think it's... I think both of you should. Mate, let me just load up our goose. Because I submitted one with a photo. <laughs> did you? Ah, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. I meant to mention it on the pod year, ages ago. Were you polite or pissed off? No. I was a very good, happy customer. So while LB's loading that up, just a, a little scene set in here for you, right? Me and Ollie B, 
cups of little cocoa and sat in bed watching a little bit of TV. And all you heard was, tink, tink. And she was like, what's that? I was like, I know exactly what the fuck that is. <laughs> it's them poles slowly falling apart in this yeah. shitty wardrobe. There's hundreds of them, though. Ooh. Yeah, there's so many of them poles. But there you go. <laughs> I've sent you the four. All oh, right, of what of your review? Yeah, I'll read it out. Yeah, right, so there's a picture, <laughs> a picture on Argos of a collapsed wardrobe taking up the whole room because it's fell over into the middle of the room. Lots of poles. I can see poles. Okay, headline looked great for 48 hours. One star. I bought this after moving into our new house as a temporary solution. However. It was a two-day-only solution as on the second day of having it. It completely collapsed and a number of the plastic components had snapped. Did I recommend to a friend? In hindsight, probably shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, you need to go and add yeah, to this now. I'm going to add to it. <laughs> I was recommended by a yeah. friend. Oh, Do you know dear. that friend that said he shouldn't have recommended? He probably should have, yeah. And I'm <laughs> extra 300 quid down now. And I've got a uh, hundred metal poles to get rid of. Oh man! Do you know what the best thing about them metal poles oh. was? When I went to the skip and chucked them all in, all you could do was ching 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 ching, and then it all just hit in the bottom of this metal tin. Well, this, this oh. is the th- this this is the thing that winds me up now. Is the situation I'm in is I've got to take those hundred metal poles down. And all the clothes out and find space to erect a whole new wardrobe and then get rid of these balls. So yeah. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, brother. So that's what that's what's been going on with me. God damn it. Unlucky. <laughs> There's no way of just putting it back together, no. No, because it's like done. as as LB's, you know, while humorous but insightful review does say that the little plastic bits have snapped. So like uh, Steve Ann, you're like you're good. It's worse than taping your glasses back together. I reckon it's going to be like so flimsy. <laughs> uh, well, I just also like to, sorry uh, to hear that. confirm for the court that maybe somebody might have overloaded their side of the wardrobe to uh, kick off this structural integrity problem. <laughs> <sighs> what are you doing that for, Rich? <laughs> yeah. Those are the views of just Rich, not the rest of the VHBBB podcast. (laughs) Nah, fair enough. I don't have that problem. I don't really have a wardrobe. I've just got a a little rack, probably with about 20 hangers on it. Everything else I just have folded or shoved somewhere. Shoved. I have to ask, Arby, with this new wardrobe that Mm -hmm. you've purchased, did you go for that IKEA packed solution? What does that mean? So, like, you buy the inner bits of a wardrobe and then you can, like, build your own. Yeah, because... This is what I'm fuming about because I don't know what else I'm moving to and what sort of wardrobe. So no, I didn't go for the packed solution. What I did you go for, for then? I went for just what is the cheapest with the best reviews. But pre-built or flat, but just flat pack flat standard. Pack. Yeah. Is it fabric? No, it's not fabric, mate. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> wardrobe should not be made of fabric. fabric. I've actually, I've measured and did some maths and I've actually, I've bought three wardrobes. <laughs> What? Ooh. Yeah. To my, well, cause the so structural what, integrity. Each. That's why you spent 300. You only had to spend one. No, no, no. Because <laughs> I, basically I there was a one wardrobe that was 450 quid, which was the cheapest of the slidey door variety, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's massive, bro. It's like two point, you know, 2.8 <laughs> meters. Meters. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which fits in the space, but like 
what if it doesn't fit in the new space that we potentially might have? Uh, and I've spent 450 mm. quid on it. So what I did think was, okay, let's be a little bit smart about it. Let me do some adding up of different wardrobe sizes of the same product range, I might add, that are smaller so that we can have a two two wardrobes, one a three-door, one a two-door, you know? There's much more chance of us fitting those somewhere else in a new space. Mm. Like they could be split mm. across three bedrooms. Yeah, one for you, one for Holly, one yeah. for Harry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In the future, or like a storage mm. cupboard somewhere, or I could just fucking smash the fucker up in being pissed off that they don't fit anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was the cheapest solution to maximise wardrobe space. Also, when we did the whole carpet fiasco, I also did break Harry B's wardrobe. So he, uh, so the the reason for the third one is he's also getting one. Right, right, right. Since right. I feel a little bit bad that me, uh, the child has not got a, he's doing a hemor and just got stuff stuffed. <laughs> and I t- tell Neatly him to tidy his bedroom and, you know, he's got the greatest comeback of, I haven't got a wardrobe. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a neat trick this, this last week. All right. I don't know if I mentioned it already. Uh, <laughs> it's to do with laundry. <laughs> money been... laundry no no clothes laundry okay so there's two reasons one is i know where this these is going. rising prices you know <laughs> I know where this that i've heard going. about right um but also just there's a lot of washing going on at ours at the moment mainly because of Bryony's side venture of her vintage business heating prices mm-hmm. are we talking here no nah, like washing machine prices electric all <laughs> like and... oh, right okay Anyway, our washing machine is just a standard size one. And the ones at my work that the students use are these giant, <laughs> massive ones. And they can do about four loads worth than what I would do at home. Okay. So I was like, right. And they have giant tumble machines as well, tumble dryers. So I've got one of them big camping back, like rucksacks, big giant thing. Is it the sort and of the, the tartan pink and blue? Uh, this is just bright blue, this one. But goes down from your knees up past your head. Yeah. On your back, yeah. so I've been stuffing it, filled with filled with all our washing, strapped to the wall. Jump on my on my scoots and Bloody scoot up the road. Like, uh, I don't know. I had to do a few test runs around the garden to make sure <laughs> I was safe. But um, I've got my helmet on. I'm all right. But anyway, so zoom off to work. Pop it all in them machines. Run it through for free. You know, I've got the, the housekeeping <laughs> card <laughs> and and then that's it. Go on my nice, fresh, clean washing. Take it home. Done. Don't have to even turn on or do any work. Like, just imagine having just four loads of washing. That's sometimes on a Saturday. That's what I'll do, and I'm setting my timer for in between so I'm efficient as possible. As soon as one load's done, get it out. Next load in, and now right. I can just all in one go. All the washing at once. Burning question. Yeah, go. Have you been getting changed at work? <laughs> getting changed. I'm a bit sweaty work. and stinky. All right. Just swap this t-shirt because I've got some freshens coming out of the wash. <laughs> I mean, a few times, obviously, I've used the washing machines when I've been somewhere and or got dirt on me when I'm He's just sat you know, in his pants at reception. <laughs> yeah, there's on. always some lost property. Tucked up, <laughs> legs tucked under the desk. How can I help? <laughs> it's mad how quick a lost property box in the laundry room fills up with the odd pants and socks. Really? I'm talking a bin bag's worth every three months. Bloody hell. Of odd, so- odd socks and pants and T-shirts and fluff. I can't say I'd go back looking. Yeah. Like, oh, do you reckon this socks in the... See, for me, all my socks dropping. are nicely paired. I only have one type and they're distinguishable, so mm-hmm. I'd, I'd notice if one was gone. There's an odd sock somewhere. Would I go back? Probably not. Mm. But anyway, 
I've been at, I've been at work on my own all week, as in there's only been in two cleaning staff. They're in for a couple of hours, and that's it. And me, there's about twenty students, and I'm doing room inspections. And currently, oh. the highlight is I'm I'm giving out awards, and today, and one award got smashed twice, and it's the smelliest bedroom got award. Smashed. Oh, God. I went into one today. I was like, right, that's they've taken the lead. Fuck you now. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting stinks. And then about half an hour later, another one topped it. Absolutely rancid. And there was mold everywhere. I think every meal they've ever eaten is still in that bedroom, like the remnants of it. Bin bags overflowing everywhere, flies all over the place. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So they're going get to a, get a telling off when they get back from Easter. Getting here, fall out through the door. Ugh, disgusting, man. I actually had to leave their room a few times. Ugh. She couldn't do it. Yeah, I'll tell you something that wasn't disgusting though. Went for some nice pizza Ooh, at a pizza place. Yeah. Don't know if you've been. It's called Cornerstone. Where is Cornerstone? It's in Sherwood. The name's familiar. No, no, I haven't been. It's a bring your own booze place. Oh. Is it? Yeah, and there's a co-op oh, next door, so it's like, oh, <laughs> bring some in. Ching, ching. Very nice. Good pizza. What, what sort very of Italian. offer? Well, I had a nindula, oh, yeah. but that an was the last day that was on the menu. It's been taken off. There's something else now instead oh. of that. But all your regular, the, there's probably like seven options. Is peps there? Peps. Pepperoni. No pepperoni. <gasps> what? But... You know, it's like I say, it's like a kind of what was that one tiramisu, pizza tiramisu? Yeah, pizza mizu. Yeah, I thought that was all right, decent. This place was much better than the one we had there that night. Yeah, um, mm. cool vibe. It was just probably about ten tables. The chefs are all right there cooking pizza right in front of you. You can sit and watch them doing all the stretching and that. And yeah, good vibes. I liked it. Just looking at the old menu, Hermo Jock yeah. is like this. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. Is that their new menu, is it? Yeah. Little broccoli, mm. spring lamb, pork and the fennel. In, the unjula that I had, it was unjula and pineapple. Oh. Which Ooh. I thought, ooh, okay. Hot and sweet. But it was, the pineapple was done really well. Nice and cooked. <laughs> nice and cooked. Sometimes you get it and you're like, oh, that's just like eating a bit of pineapple. You want it to have caramelised, don't you? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, mm. I definitely recommend it. And obviously the bring your own yeah. booze is a nice factor. The yeah. side dish that I went mm. with was, it was sweet potato. I didn't know how it was going to come. Basically it was like two sweet potatoes chopped up into four and some sort of sriracha mayo, hot sauce. Very nice. Very nicely oh, done. I have just seen, uh, very sad to see the old Andusia pineapple yeah. combo last chance. That's it. I had it. I was there on the last day. Emil Jock is not like this first. <laughs> Have you heard about this Project Pies in Knots? Project Pies? No. No. Yeah, they look good. <laughs> yeah? Is it a new shop that's opening? That's, I think so. And they're, they're like heavy duty looking pies, man. I'm being... Is it like an Apex pie? They look class. Ooh, I do like a pie. You mean Upex? Upex pie, is that it? <laughs> the one you I, knew, I knew what he meant, LB. I was, I was, no, I, I was thinking, what's an Apex I'm pie? always going on about them what's as it? Apex pies whenever I refer to them in my head. Uh, a little Upex. Yeah, I'll have to look out for Project Pie. Project Pie. Mm-hmm. Maybe that could be a little uh, pod dirt soon. We can do a little yeah. 
project pie. I do like a pie. And pie minster. I used to enjoy going for a pie minster. I've never but been. But then they actually sell them pies in the supermarket now. Do Cooking they? it at home. Mm. It's exactly the same. It's like, wow, I'm not going to go and spend 13 quid when it's three quid. I don't care for their atmosphere. <laughs> What's been going on with you, LB? We've not heard yeah, from Yeah, LB. Uh... I've, uh, similar to the last couple of episodes of the pod, I'm still in the shed, still ploughing on. Uh, but before I started the pod, I was just uh, laying the underlay for the laminate flooring. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit weird now because it almost feels finished. Yeah. And do you know where you're like, mm, I'm a bit sad this is going to come to an end and I'm not going to be doing this anymore. Just do a different project. Because I've proper enjoyed doing no, what it's it was such a like big project, you know, where it's like this has been so good doing this. I've proper enjoyed doing it to then be like, hmm, what is the next project? Yeah. But yeah, it's been good, man. That's so I'm almost there. Just got to lay the floor in tomorrow, and then I think, apart from skirting boards and stuff like that, I'm pretty much done. Is there a particular aspect that you've liked the most? Is it been the more like chopping up stuff, cutting wood with your new saw, or just general DIY-ish stuff? Doing the windows was really good. Yeah. And getting all that, like, nice. I enjoyed doing that, like, framing those. Cool. Um, but, yeah, just learning, like, new skills and stuff as part of doing it. Yeah. Good bit of maths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all that sort of stuff. And, like... I've, yeah, have you noticed good. the neighbours being nosy is what's going on? Yeah, I spoke to uh, Adi. He popped his head over and said, What are you making, man? Because <laughs> he, he's, got, he's got, like, a massive shed next to me. But is this like a full workshop? All right. Ooh. And he looked over. He's like, you, he's funny about you. He's like, what are you doing in there? He's like, not making a gym out here. I've got a treadmill I want rid of. <laughs> I was like, no. No, the opposite. I'm trying to make burgers in there. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm, trying to make, I'm trying, to make, trying to make another kitchen. Um, but now nah, he's sound. My neighbours are good. Mm, sweet. So yeah, man, just finish finishing that off. It's all painted now. Um, I've just got like... After I've laid the floor, I've just got like skirting and trims and stuff to nail up, but little finishes, but it's pretty much done. Brilliant. Can't wait to see yeah, it, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you came, you came uh, yeah. around the weekend before I started, yeah, yeah. didn't it? I've seen it. The before. I've got the before You've photo in before, my mind. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what, boys? Something what? I bought this week, Bryony bought this week, uh, stamps. Right. Postage stamps. Yeah. How often are you buying stamps? Not very often. Not very often. Slim pickings on the stamps. I'd say once a year my mum gives me a little book of stamps. Yeah. Expecting me to use it to post letters to her or something. I don't know. (laughs) I've never really specified, just in case there's any cards or whatever. But, yeah, I don't really buy them. I would say every three years because I send... One Mother's Day card a year and one Father's Day card a year. Yeah. That rolls like once the three years have rolled round, out of a book or six, just get another book. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I ever buy them. Yeah. And even then, I think I'm raiding Shell's purse for them. I usually like, I'm frequenting the post office quite a bit, but I'm usually, you know, popping it on the way and yeah. not really getting a proper parcel. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you seen a licky, not a sticky? No long time. Wow. Yeah. But that's what a stamp collection I did hear, in 1996. I did hear on the radio that they've gone up in pry. Yeah, you hear that sort of every six months, don't you? And everyone has a quick little discussion about it. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then that's it. Everyone just either keeps posting or doesn't keep posting. <laughs> so what's, what's this stamp-related story then? Well, no, just saying I bought loads of stamps. 
And that's the end of the story. Bulk, bulk, but it was making we, me think. Oh, you bulk bought stamps. We bulk bought a load of stamps, so it was you know, a fair quid. And then as I'd said to Bryony, are they licky ones? But she'd said, obviously, no, they don't really do them anymore, I don't think. They're just all stickies. And I was like, good, especially after COVID or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I did used to find satisfying is when we were a little kid, our post office on one wall, as you walked in on the right-hand side, was all sweeties, you know, the jars and that, and then mm. little count, countertop where you could get, like, chocolate uh, tools, those cigarettes yeah. that were sweet cigarettes and that. When you go to get a stamp from the lady at the post office counter, when they would have the book, and it was just the whole sort of teary page of them. Yeah, they just and, tear you one out. And they just tear one off. God, that looked satisfying. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, I... I worked in a place once. Right, <laughs> I had a job, and here we go, Steve Jobs. I'm where, sure where I've mentioned this, this job on it before. It was working at the National Society of Allotments and Leisure Gardens, and <laughs> I was just in their post. The John Nagy Leisure Centre. I had quite a few different roles there, but I worked in their post room on and off for a few years. And basically, they had magazines that subscribers to this allotment shit would get sent in the post. And I'd, I'd get a print out in the morning with about 200 orders on there. Some would say five, which means five magazines. Some would just be one. Some would be 25, 100. And I'm just there posting them up, wrap up parcels, put things in envelopes. And then at the end of the day, I'd spend two hours putting stamps on it all, weighing it all on scales, putting it on. And there was points every month when I'd run out of all the big stamps and I would literally be using 1P and 2P stamps. Did you oh. even know like, like that's the thing? Yeah. So I'd be putting on sometimes like six quid and using half of it with pennies and where I'd written the address, I'd have to then like rewrite the address somewhere else on it because I'd have to cover the whole thing in stamps. Oh, use, Bloody you stamps. might remember the name of this thing. I can't remember the name of it, but do you know when you work in the office and you can, you've can you got a printer the that will print machine. an envelope? The Franken machine, yeah. yeah Franken machine. We had a Franken yeah. machine at my old job. Yeah, I've and had a few. first ever job, I was Franken the fuck out. just pressing shunk, shunk, shunk. Yeah, such a good little thing, innit? We've got 50,000 of these to mail out, right? Yeah. Get the Franken on. I had the old manual Franken as well. I've had a stamp one where you literally... Ink stamp, rubber stamp. But yeah, that's about it. There's one thing I did I did learn from because I was you know I was thinking should I do a stamp quiz? I was like God, stamps pretty boring. I do have a big book, couple of folders filled with a stamp collection. Yeah, I'm not sure if they were my dad's or his dad's, but I've got them and I don't know if they're worth anything. I don't really can't be bothered looking through them. But mm. did you know all stamps in the world have to state on them what country it's from? Do they? Yeah, except for one. Mm. Who do you think that is? Us. Yeah, the Vatican. Got old Queenie's head on it, but yeah. it's because the United Kingdom, or whatever, Great Britain, we invented the stamp. It, it was us that invented it, so why did we need to put our own name on it at the time when it yeah. was just us using it? And as it went around the world, they got told you got to put your name on it. Interesting. There you go. Top stamp facts. Stamp that. <laughs> <laughs> it is mad that that still exists in it. That you put a little sticker on your own little sticker on it to go. Yeah, I've paid. You <laughs> yeah. can take it to where I've said. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, what, what's the other option? I suppose, obviously, if you just take it into the post office, do it. Uh, there's uh, like stamps.com where they send you a scale and you just do it all yourself and print out your own stamps. I, mean, I actually worked for a company that did that. Really? That we just go on to royalmail.com, type in all the addresses, it prints out the stamps for you, stick them on. Do you know what would be better? Do you know when you go to like a car park and you get like a 
car parking ticket. Yeah. Why aren't like post boxes just have them on? So what? When you get there, you press the button, put your card in. Yeah. Put the put put your card in. It's got just a little screen on top. Beep gives you a little stamp out. I'm sure. In the box. I mean, that sounds like it could be self service. Um, postal place and they when I don't know if they've got them in the UK but when I lived in Spain they had it you go in and there's just a couple of checkouts you go up put your parcel on it type in where it's going it prints out the sticker so it does exist I've done that for quite recently for returns for an Amazon package which yeah I've never done considering how many packages I get from Amazon I've <sighs> only ever returned one item but I had to go to this little weird machine and was it, it an Amazon locker, one of them big yellow things? It was next to the locker, yeah, but it yeah. printed me the sticker out and stuff, and then I just give it to uh, Dave behind the counter, and he yeah. waited for the Amazon man to collect it or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mad thing with Amazon ones is, as soon as they scan the thing in the post office to say, Rich has returned it, they give you your money back straight away. Yeah, that's mad. Like, as soon as it's scanned, it's like it's back in your account. He could have scanned a Brussels sprout wrapped up with a barcode on it. It's only like under certain value. I think it's like under 50 quid. They'll do that, but... Ooh. Ooh. Speaking of cashback... Yeah? Have you boys had your uh, 150 quid back from your council tax? Have we, fuck, man? (laughs) I know. Nah. I, I can't believe... I read that because I was thinking, oh, well, I haven't had that. I've paid my council tax. But it's only know. if you direct debit, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I am. Which I do. I do yeah. as well, but yeah, I haven't seen it come back. I don't know. Does it not just make, mean the next bill is going to be nah. less? No. Nah. It actually yeah, comes in back. your account. Yeah, and do you know why? Because apparently the computer system they've put in place to give the cash back doesn't work. Oh, God. So they're saying it could, Just charge us all less next time. It's easier. They, it, they're saying that it could be... Up to like June, July before you get one hundred fifty. Jesus, and it just like I, you know, I'm I'm going to say I put myself in a privileged position where I'm I'm not somebody that really really needs that money, but I find it really ironic that the money that they're giving to help people out because of yeah. the price they can't fucking give you it. <laughs> it's like <sighs> what the hell is doing. Oh, it's so embarrassing, man. They can't do anything. Like you're talking in particular about our our council or just leaders in general. Leaders in general, like yeah. How different, you know? You t- you take money from everyone from their accounts on yeah. per month, and all we've got to do is reverse that and do it the opposite way once. Yeah. <laughs> Surely you check the program before you announce to the whole of the country. Like yeah, yeah it's we'll coming back. Yeah, but it's just a load of bureaucracy. It'll be some guy said, oh, you know, can you do this? They're like, oh, did you check that one thing? They're like, yeah. no, we haven't signed off that. Or it'll be because their mate actually designed the software. They paid him a million pounds to design it, and he doesn't actually know what he's doing. Yeah. Have you tested it? But it's it? all right. Nah, I'll do it now, man. Be sad. Do it on no. that, Well, as soon as it lands in mine, I'll just leave it there to pay the next bill when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I mean. I don't see the point in them giving me. That's pretty much how much the council tax is. I, yeah, in it. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me a month off. God. <laughs> oh I quite like that as a sound bite. Just give you a month off. God. <laughs> One star. Well, boys, you know what time of year it is right now for us lovely Christian people. I'm saying that just collectively. It's the most important time of the year. Forget about Jesus being born. 
It's all about Jesus dying and coming back again. Whee! Yeah, the Lord has risen, all that. So You've been going to the Stations of the Cross, have you? Steve? No, but I hope you know something about the Stations of the Cross because I've got an Easter-based quiz. It's still Easter Monday when this pod's out. Everyone's still hangover on eggs. Does that I'm, exist? I'm pretty Chopped certain over. I've just had a flashback. Oh. Right? That a year ago, when we did this Easter quiz, last yeah. time, LB was on a ball on and he got cut off. Well, have it, I done an Easter quiz before? Yeah. I've, I've, I've kept most quizzes that I've done on the show, but and, I, I had to skip through and I couldn't see an Easter one. And it was just me. And I did really good on it. <laughs> I did. I, uh, no, uh, well, listeners, check back. Like, honestly, I remember I did actually, you were pretty impressed at me. Wow. Was um, it like really religious then? Yeah, it was quite religious, yeah. Okay. You're a bit worried that this one's quite religious and it could be No, I just one. think maybe this one's too easy. This one's for the kids out there. RLB. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but anyway, I hope everyone enjoyed Easter and a great time. Family, eggs. friends, and eggs. What did you eat? Lamb? Pam, thank you, ma'am. Here we go, okay? I don't know how you want to do it. Do you want to buzz in? Do you want to compete against each other? Yeah, let's buzz in. Go on then, think of an Easter buzz. Cream egg. Uh, I'm going to go chick. Chicken? Chick. Easter chick. Yeah. Easter is called that because when Jesus rose from the dead, he did it under the Aquarius equinox, which is the star of the east, as in the east star. True or false? Chick. Chick, go on. False. Okay. LB, would you have said anything different? Cream egg? Cream egg would have gone true. Of course he would, would have. have. True. Well, only one of you is correct, and it's rich. It's not called Easter because of the East Star. It's named after, like, I think it's uh, like an Anglo-Saxon god or something called Ostra. Ostra. There you go. That might have been in the, <laughs> in the quiz last year. Right. How many stations of the cross are there? Chick. Um, Easter. Chick got there first. There is 12 stations of the cross. Okay. Cream Egg, would you have said any different? Cream Egg would have gone for the 14 stations of the cross. Cream Egg is correct. Oh. Oh. I was going to say 14, and then I looked at LB, I was like, nah. There's a lot of 12s, 12 months in the year, 12 hours. I mean, a couple of them stations could look could be combined. Could be cut back. <laughs> We're just passing through the station. <laughs> All right then. Please drop the it again. Come on. Do we need to send him there? True or false? Then station number ten is Jesus is stripped. Oh. Jesus is stripped. Oof. Is that a station? Is it number ten? Or just you know? I'm saying it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not number ten. Okay. Okay. I'll be. I'm saying it's not as well. It is. Ah! Station number 10, Jesus is stripped. Well, they take off all his clothes. Did you have to go to the stations like where you had to go to Mass all, every, all the time? I did. And like, Easter week, I'd go out to all the, like, to all the stations. I think you go every day in it. Yeah. You'd be in church basically every day for a week over yeah. Easter weekend. And in the lead up during Lent, often my thing would be instead of having to give up anything, I'd say, well, I'll go stations once a week. So I'd go there, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes, yeah. then go home. Eat me chocolate, that I'll have to give up. Then when I was, as I was a bit older and I didn't want to volunteer myself to go, my mum would use it as a punishment. So if I was naughty, she'd be like, right, you've got to go to stations. And because my church was about, 
you know, less than 10 minutes walk from my house. I'd get sent up. My mum would be like, I know people that are there and I've asked them to say if you're there or not. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> so damn it. So I'd in go the in and I'd sit down and a few old ladies would be like, we've, we've clocked him, we've clocked him. And I'd be like, can I sneak away? Are they going to clock me sneaking off? We've or? done the register. <laughs> Steve hands at Steve. <laughs> the priest at the front. Hey, Mr. Harris. Here. <laughs> Your mum's on the phone. Here, Lord. <laughs> Here I am, Lord. <laughs> right. Next. The first Easter egg was made in the UK by which company? Cream egg. Go on. Cadbury's. Eh, eh. Easter. Rich, any second guesses? Easter. Chick. I'm going to go Nestle. It was fries. Fries? Fries. Fry, a fries egg? They're not really around as much anymore, but they were the big boys at the start, weren't they? Cream egg used to be fries as well, you know? Used to be called a fries cream egg. Did it? I know, it's a Capri's cream egg. Fried it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was the name of the Roman official that sentenced Jesus to death? Cream egg. Oh, that was... Both say it out loud then if you know the answer. Pontius Pilate. Oh. <laughs> Rich is correct. LB it is was Pilate, wasn't it? Herod was, the, was when uh, he was a baby. Yeah, he was, baby. He was chopping babies' heads off. And, uh... I was trying to come up with a question to do with a poncho and like, who flies an aeroplane. <laughs> it's a bit like pilot. a Mexican overture <laughs> and an In aircraft. An <laughs> Pontius okay. is not really a word that is said very often is it I'm... well I googled it because I thought maybe it was it meant something like he was a Pontius maybe there was Pontius Jonathan as well yeah. and Pontius Pete <laughs> yeah but <laughs> Pony Pete but no it doesn't mean anything nope it's, that's his name Pontius like Remulus I always thought it was Conscious when I was a so kid so Pontius yeah. is his first name yeah hmm interesting hmm it is I don't know whether they didn't use names the same as us did they no no but I just you know back in them days Oi Punch what was Jesus' surname for a bonus quiz Christ <laughs> of Nazareth of Nazareth carpenter he goes by many names <laughs> he does okay the Easter Islands are off which country's coast mm. I've got absolutely no idea no Fiji Fiji no it is Chile the Easter Islands are down by Chile down Chile way okay instead of the Easter bunny Australians have the Easter what? Chick. Kangaroo. No, we're going chick. What is it? Kangaroo. Afraid not. Cream egg. Cream egg. The Easter. You haven't even. Robot. Robot. No. Chick. Go on, chick. Uh, the Easter granny. No. Okay, I'm going to tell you. They have the Easter bilby. The Easter bilby. B i l b y. And it's a little animal that looks kind of like a rabbit, but a bit more. Koala. Bit more eek eek eek. It's actually a rabbit bandicoot breed, oh. a bilby. But if you type in Easter bilby, you'll see it's there with all its eggs and stuff, just like a Easter rabbit would be round here. Bloody range just started. B B I L B Y. Yep, B I L B Y. B I L B Y. Oh yeah, he's got a weird little snout. Yeah, yeah. So he's rabbitish, but with a snout. God, it's got heavy range. Ugh. I believe in the Easter Bilby t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Okay, how many pieces of gold did Judas give up Jesus for? Chick. Go on, Chick. Uh, no, uh, oh. <laughs> cream egg. 
Grand Cru. <laughs> hey, why do you always imitate the He was going to say a wrong answer, and now I think it was you. I'm going to say it was 12 pieces of silver and not gold. Oh. Rich, any advance? <laughs> yeah, I more enjoyed that. <laughs> Uh, chick, I'm going to say 13 pieces of silver. Do you want to say it slightly differently? In a, in a different accent, maybe? I might hear it as something else. It was 30 pieces of silver. Uh, point for LB. Point for LB, though, yeah. For, for getting the silver, not the gold. There you go. You got the bonus. <laughs> I like the way Rich slipped in as well with a silver strip. Yeah, I think my uh, reaction may have gave it away. <laughs> it was the way Mo's eyes were like absolutely rolling in the back of his head. You got me. He knows his Easter. <laughs> right. Which Easter-related food item would traditionally be hung around the kitchen to ward off evil spirits? What Easter food item? Cream egg. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not cream eggs, but toasted tea cakes. Toasted cross tea cakes. Hot cross buns. Which one? Hot cross buns. You're correct. LV. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I said tea cakes, I, I think because buns. of the cross on it, they'd say they were holy, and they literally got back in the day. They, they, cakes. <laughs> <laughs> but they chuck them in those places like the sailors would take a hot cross bun off with them to see, so they didn't drown and, and not would. eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's to ward off the spirits. <laughs> how come all, how come all these how come all these toasted tea cakes hanging up when I've had the arse cross buns? <laughs> That's so weird. I've got a crumpet in the living room just dangling <laughs> off the lampshade. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Jesus compared his body to a food item. What was it? Uh, cream egg. Go on, cream egg. Bread. It is bread. It is bread. When you guys went to church, yeah. what was it you were scoffing? Was it bread or wafer? Wafer. Yeah, wafer. Have you ever had it where it's bread? No. I've, no. I've been somewhere where they used actual bread, man. Really? And they made, they made me drink wine as well. That was always optional at my church, but this church was like, no, drink the wine. It's like, fuck it now. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Give us it here. I bet no one's drinking the wine these days in churches, are they? Because of the old COVID. Yeah, you can't sip off it, yeah. Everyone's got masks Unless they're just giving out little shots. You're probably not getting the old bread on the tongue either. Yeah, yeah you can do the it The bread on hand, the tongue was always a weird I situation, was never, wasn't it? I was never I getting it on the I tongue. I reckon I've done it maybe ten times in my life, and all the rest has <laughs> been straight into the hand. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've done it once. I know, but I've been, you know, there was times when I was having it multiple times a week. <laughs> Well, mate, if he'd been not, he was at the station three nights a week. Did you ever keep you go the wafer stations in your mouth? and you're having it on the tongue. Did you ever keep keep the wafer in your mouth till you got back to your seat? Yeah, channeled it till the end of mass, mate. Yeah, that's the who still has it at the end and you yeah. show it off to your mates. Stick your tongue out, just nudging each other. Yeah. Mum's like, to- swallow it. <laughs> I've shoved it up in between my gums. And my teeth. <laughs> Take that, God. <laughs> Take okay. that God. <laughs> <laughs> Who or what is Osterhaus? Say that again. I Who or what it. is Osterhaus? Osterhaus. Osterhaus. Cream egg. 
Okay. Is he the uh, German bunny rabbit? He is. It stands for Easter hare. Yeah, there you so, go. There you go. Jesus loved a takeaway, but what day of the week did Jesus host the Last Supper? Cream egg. Go on, cream egg. He had it on a Thursday. He did. He had it on a Thursday. Fifty <laughs> percent off have? Domino's, man. <laughs> yeah. I've got a coupon, so oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> big, big deals if you do for a meal of 13. <laughs> Judas is always like, yeah, I've only got 30 pieces of silver. <laughs> I'll get that. <laughs> I'll get this. <laughs> don't worry, Jesus, mate. I've always liked you. Maybe you don't eat so much. You're always fast before an operation. <laughs> <laughs> what operation? What? Before you go into the knife. I mean, what? Uh, have another slice, mate. You know, I've got a bulk up before you carry that cross. I mean, what? You can have another slice tomorrow if you want, pal. <laughs> I hope you're having a lovely religious Sunday. <laughs> Easter, Jesus. Party time, eggs. Okay. One Easter Sunday, King Henry VIII ate an entire lamb by himself. <laughs> true or did false? I bet he did. Chick, true. <laughs> Any advances? I'll, I'm also good. He true. slung every bit bone behind him after he finished it. Leg, I'm a f- shank, <laughs> you name it. He had it. I mean, it could be true. It's not on record, though, because I just made it up. So <laughs> it could very well be true. Just no one wrote it down. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Which Disney film has a rabbit character called Thumper? Meg. Is it Bambi? It is Bambi. Oh, is it? It, is. Oh, God. it is Bambi. Little Thumper. Okay. You did really well at that last quiz, Richard. Well, the, the last one was a lot, <laughs> well, it was a lot, it was a lot easier because you weren't here. <laughs> LB jumps in. Right. This movie director made a fortune by investing in a sick bag company just before his latest Easter-based film came out. Who is it? Double points. Director and name of film. Do you want it again? This movie director made a fortune by investing in a sick bag company just before his Easter-based film came out. Easter-based film? Yeah. Sick bag company. You got rich off it. Mm. It's a cryptic clue. You know. Oh, God. I don't know. There'll be any ideas? Some sort of horror film, isn't it? No, no, no. LB, I think what's going on is we've got... He's, he's like, hid two words in sick bag. Awesome. No, no, honestly, we've got a, this... The sick we trapped bag is in more... an escape room and we didn't even realise it. If you say the name of this film, that's what I think of. I think of sick bags because in the news at the time, that was it. If you go and see this movie, they're handing out sick bags because it's so graphic. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go... Passion no, of the go. Christ. Cream egg. Passion of the Christ. <laughs> I heard cream egg first. Then he... <laughs> go on, together. Go Who directed it? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, Check. yeah. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yes. Two Rich, two points. What? <laughs> <laughs> Bust in with a cream egg? No, you didn't. You Rewind busted in with a cream egg. <laughs> busted in with a cream egg. <laughs> Chucked it. Right. <laughs> I choose, choose you. A hidden or secret message or perk in a video game is known as what? Chick. Cream egg. Chick. Easter egg. It is an Easter egg. Yes, always look for them Easter eggs in Classic quiz LB. In the, film, in the film Donnie Darko, Donnie has dreams featuring a big man in a rabbit suit, but what is his name? I can give you three options if you want. Yeah, go on. Is it Frank, Fred, or Fang? Chick. Frank. 
Frag. Cream egg. <laughs> Come on, Shaggy. Frag. Frag. It was Frank. <laughs> it was Frank, not Frag. Frag. <laughs> Cappy's Freem Frag. Okay. I'm just desperate to see the answer. <laughs> right. Last question. Miko Sudo. Miki Sudo, sorry, holds the world record for eating Cadbury's cream eggs. It took her 6 minutes and 15 seconds to eat four times her daily calorie intake. How many eggs did she scoff? Four times the amount of. Four times her, like, calorie intake for the day. Cream egg. Wrong. She gets 132 cream eggs. Okay, Rich, Chick. do you want to have a guess? Chick. Closest wins, go on. 25 cream eggs. Okay. Rich is closest. 135. I've just sent you the video. The answer is 50 eggs. And if you have a quick look, skip to about a minute into that video and you can see a method for scoffing 50 eggs in six minutes. She's just swallowing them, isn't she? She uses a straw, a blends of... No, no, she, she literally just hum, hum, hum. Three or four bites, each one, straight down. No licking of the cream. Meh. Well, if I had to eat that many in a minute, I wouldn't be licking the cream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's getting a spoon out and cracking the top off. But just look at her. She's going mad for it. What does your shit look like after 50 cream eggs? Or do you think she vomits it up? What do these food eaters do? I've not really... I've not watched many things to do with it. I assume there's a little documentary out there for speed eaters. They can't keep it all down. That's that's poison. Do you know what I wonder about these challenges? How do you realise that you can do that? Uh, She goes to like a macro or a company shop or something and ends up with a box of like 54 cream eggs. Well, they're going out of date in five minutes. <laughs> she's just sat on the sofa just pouching them away and then all of a sudden she's like... You don't pouch cream eggs accidentally though, do you? Like, Nah, I think I could do two and then you'd be like, bloody hell. Because like, do you think like her husband's like, they were sat watching telly and she's like, get her cream eggs from the fridge and he throws hers in before he sat down. He's like, bloody hell, you ate that fast. Yeah. I think she's like, you like do too. I, I well, I, this lady, she's what like one of the top in the world for all types of food. Oh, really? So I don't know. It didn't start with the cream eggs. That's just her saying that's how many I reckon I could do. But um, I had fifty-four in a week once. Yeah, that's quite a lot. Yeah. Ten a day. Mm-hmm. Wow. What is the thing that you reckon you've bulkate the most of? Like at one time, say like for a week, you were so into something, and you just ate them for a whole week. Is it like mince pies at Christmas or? When I was at college, I remember that I uh, there was like a two-for-one deal on cheeseburgers, right? Cook them yourself? No, no, at Mackey's. Oh, right. at, okay, Mackey's, right. There was like a two-for on just single cheeseburgers. Yeah. How much was one back then? Like 80p or something? Like a, yeah, or a quid. I think they were, like, were they on the server menu or something like okay, that? Okay, yeah. Well, let's say they were 80 pence and you got two for a quid. Yeah. I remember we did some sort of challenge where I think you had like, let's just say for argument's sake, there was eight burgers, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And you've got to eat them in that many bites. Okay. As in each one in eight bites? No, no, so the burgers. first one's in eight, seventh one's in seven, six. How can you do one in one? Well, that was it. That was the challenge. <laughs> Okay. Like, you know, you're 16. You're not really thinking that far ahead. Where are you doing this? In McDonald's? Yeah. 
with like a massive tree burgers like are you all doing it at the same time or yeah, is it and, today's rich's day no no we were all doing it at the same time and i remember like it was quite disgusting like a big tray like she said you're gonna have to wait like 20 minutes and then a big old tray full of like loads of burgers but piled up i'd probably that was the most i've yeah. tried to eat in one go are we talking in one go or just in like over a period Say like of time? even over a week if you if you really got into something for a while Penguins. Uh, I, I didn't really get into them, but chippies. Yeah, having chippies we all the to, time. We used to live opposite a chip shop. Yeah, we did. If there was never any food in the house, it was, I'll just go over the road and get a chippy. There was definitely a good few weeks, maybe a month, where I'd have it every day for lunch. That little yep. meal deal. Every day. When when I was at secondary school, I, I, when I eventually went out from for dinner from about year nine, I had chippy all the time then. <laughs> It's always the good stuff we have lots of, isn't it? It's no one as addicted to bananas. <laughs> yeah. I've had 40 salads in a row. I reckon over lockdown, probably my longest stint of cheese and ham sandwiches every day for lunch on the maps. <laughs> oh, man. I was I've always... had that for years. That's why they ended up under my bed. Going mouldy. Because I couldn't handle it anymore. How, how were you on the old chicken roll? Or other rolls. What was your lunch meat of choice as a kid? Cheese and ham. Cheese and ham, yeah. Yeah. Just basic ham slices. What sort of cheese? Real cheese or a cheese slice? Mm, mix Grated it up. cheese. Yeah. Cheese slice, real bit of slab of cheese. Mm-hmm. Elby's peanut butter. Back in the day, there Always. wasn't really a, um, these newfangled sort of like cheddar slices that you get like a pack of no, ten. No. They weren't happening you round. You had to cut it yourself. In the uh, 90s. Or primary school, I was quite partial to a tuna paste sandwich. Ooh, what's tuna paste? Is that pre-made tuna mayo? Have you ever had those weird pastes? That they're, They look a bit like a little baby jar of like a beef paste, tuna paste. Like, but it's like pate, paste. but they're just calling yeah. it paste. Yes, it's like a like, poor man's pate. There was a point, I think, when I was under five... And I would eat a beef pate sandwich. Like a beef paste bread yeah. sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be out of choice. I wouldn't be asking for it, but that's just some like on a buffet you'd get one, wouldn't you? Yeah. A little pate sandwich. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think you'd I've never I've never pateed in my adult life. No, mate, I'm not a pate man. No. LB, I could see you as a bit of a pate. You can keep your pate <laughs> to yourselves. <laughs> Pack off your pate. You can take your pate and fuck off. <sighs> No, nah, ain't in pate. Ugh. I assume pate is the French for paste. Right? <laughs> They're both the same thing. Pate. It's just how posh you are. Yeah, yeah. tuna spread, man. I was all, I was all right with a tuna spread and the, some sort of salt and vinegar crisp I would have with that. Yeah. Tuna spread, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if that, is it just very tunery then? Not really. I mean, no. it, you know, you spread. it's pretty thin and you sang her. It's not like... I want to know what the rest of it's made up of. I'd rather you'd probably <laughs> best not know. You are correct, Stephen. What's that? With the old French translation. Yeah. Pate paste. Uh-huh. I knew it. I knew it. it. It's really rich in it. I, I wouldn't know. Sometimes it sounds posh. I think it's one of them that can go either way. Maybe you get really nice pates. Because isn't, what's that one with the ducks? Foie gras. That's a pate, isn't it? <laughs> Say that again. Foie gras. <laughs> Foie gras, foie gras. Yeah, that's a pate, but they 
literally put food inside the goose's like make a force feed a goose, let it digest it, so that's doing the blitzing instead of a food processor, and they pull it out again and sell it to people. Who's coming up with that? I don't know, but that's what it is, isn't it? Fog off. You can fog off. Have you ever had caviar? I haven't, no. I don't think I would either. I had it for the first time when I was on holiday. Yeah, any good? It was all right. <laughs> Show was well, didn't we? Yeah. I was... What, like spooning it straight in or putting it on a little cracker? A uh, bit of both. Once the crackers were gone, get the spoon out. Oh. And does it taste fishy? Because you're not really a fishy guy. It's just a bit salty. A bit salty. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. It's it never came in like a little tin. I always just thought, why, why is it that all the rich people love it so much? And champagne, because I think champagne tastes horrible too. Is it? It's just the status thing. But I was like, if I ever became rich and famous, there's no way I'd be doing either. <laughs> so, good job. I'm not <laughs> for now. For now, put a pin in that. <laughs> um, have we got any? Have you seen it? <laughs> have you seen it? Uh, do you know what? I haven't written any down. I'm trying to think what I've watched this week. Uh, I've been down the old YouTube rabbit hole quite a bit recently. Um, Tell me more. Just following on from the old shed working and woodworking stuff, oh. like tutorials and how to do stuff is what I've been heavily watching at the minute. Uh, from At the minute, I've been watching a lot of on flooring, of how to lay some flooring. Because it's mad, isn't it? Like, how did how did you learn that sort of skill before sort of YouTube came around? You get someone to show you. You just have to have a go. Yeah, or have a go. Read books a lot of the time. I remember as a kid, all the time, my dad would go to the library and get a, a book on something. DIY, fixing your car, whatever. Like, people always used to have that manual, you know, with a picture of your car as a drawing on the front. And every yeah. car has one. And you just, whatever car you got, you got that. So you can fix little things on it. We had our car in for an MOT today. And Bryony drove the car onto a curb and the tyre burst. And it was like three days before the MOT was due. So we were like, oh, just, if we can just wait it out. And then they'll be able to change the tyre at the MOT place. So they did. They changed the tyre. They also failed the MOT because the rear brakes needed to be changed. And it's just like, oh, for God's sakes, man. But I remember as a kid, my dad would just take it away and fix it himself and then take it back and get them to pass it. And it's just like, oh, man. It's, it's not even that now, though, is it? Like, cars are so mentally... Well, it's all electronic cables everywhere. Yeah. Sensors. Yeah. It's like your printer. If you put in the wrong ink, it tells you. Oh, uh, dear. When was the last time you had to put a spare tire on? A good couple of years ago. Yeah. Have you seen what a spare tyre looks like recently? You don't actually get them in new cars. No? Well, you have to buy it separately. So, yeah, they ever say you can pay to have one put in. Yeah. But a lot of them do this gel stuff that you put in the tyre and then inflate it again. Yeah? And you're meant to just go to... to repair kit? Somewhere, somewhere to get it fixed. Oh, yeah. Is that what you've got? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do they give you instructions on how to use this magic gel? No, it's in a bag that's been in this in the boot for, for forever. Wow. Hope it doesn't go off. Ours had a spare tyre, but it doesn't look like your tyre was very funky it's like looking. like a bike wheel, isn't it? Yeah, it was more colourful and it's definitely thinner and you're not supposed to really drive on it far. You're only meant to drive it to the garage to go and get a proper tyre put on. Yeah. And I thought that was quite interesting because I remember you used to just have a pretty much a spare tyre, another one of your tyres underneath. Yeah. Dangling from the bottom. Yeah. Rich, you never you never changed a tire. I've never never changed a tire. How many times have you you been stuck and broken down? 
on the side of the road. Only once. Only once, really. And it was with us, both, yeah. all, all of us. Wow. How about you? Yeah. Uh, f- quite, a, quite a few times. Probably six, I'd say. I could, I mean, if I had to name them all. <laughs> yeah, a few times. It's uh, three. It's, it's annoying. That, that was well, that was one of the most annoying times, though, just because of really bad hangovers and having to do multiple drop-offs and stuff. Ugh. But we were all together. It was all right. Yeah, broke down just outside of London and me. Yeah. Was it on the M25? was on the M25. Yeah, it's a good place to break down. Just Ooh. no power whatsoever. <laughs> I sat in an ant nest that day. What, before you left in the car? No, when we like broke down and like sat on the wall. <laughs> You're just fucking sat in a massive ant's nest. Right, anything else, boys? I don't think so, bro. All right, in that case... That's it. Podcast ends here. You can all wait till next time. You can subscribe. You can like. You can do all that shite. Come back next week. Love you guys. Bye bye. Love you, boy. Bye. Thbbb.com.